I'm Jimmy James. I'm Carl Knapp. Carl is a practicing attorney in Montgomery County, Pennsylvania. We're longtime friends, and once a week we get together to talk about divorce, child support, custody, criminal law, and much more. So come hang out, because this is Just Lawing Around. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Just Lawing Around podcast. This week, we're going to talk about body cam footage, police body cam footage, and, and more importantly, the procedure of obtaining it. Now, this is something for the first time that I have tried to do, and Carl and I had to go to court together, and you know, I hired him to deal with this process with me. And basically what happened was there was a civil dispute within my family between two family members. Uh, at one point, the police were called, and some of the testimony that was on the, poli the police body cam from this person and what they said to the police became very important to uh, an unrelated case, I guess a related case that Carl and I are also working on with this civil dispute. So we wanted to get that camera footage and it became a much more difficult process than I thought it was going to be. You know, initially I went in and I filed the, you know, under the Act 22 request, which we'll go over all this and how to do it. But I filed a request through the Act 22 and tried to obtain the footage and I got denied immediately. Now, up to that point, doing just that part is about the only part of this I could do on my own. The rest of it, I would have had no idea what to do if I didn't hire Carl. And I'm pretty good with law and some procedure, but I'm telling you what, I couldn't do this without, without Carl. But Carl, welcome to the podcast. Um, do you remember when I first came to you? This is about seven months ago that this started. Do you remember when I first came to you with this issue? Yeah, I remember the the incident was back in I think mid December, if I recall, and yeah, there was an incident, you know, at, at a residence, but everybody was kind of outside, and the police were called, and obviously there was there was no criminal charges or anything. It was just you know a couple family members disputing, you know, back and forth as to what you know what should happen, what shouldn't happen. The one person called the police. Police show up and they all run their body cams so that i know they were talking to you i know they were talking to the other individual and yeah after it was all done you said to me you know i would love to know what was said on that body cam because both people were talking to the police and they were both kind of given their version uh, of the history of the case and the events of the case so you reached out when i got you said i want to get this body cam and i was like Okay, I know I know nothing about requesting <laughs> body cam. I think right. you did a little a little Google research. I did. Yeah, I went on Google Scholar. I tried to look up case law for Pennsylvania. There was absolutely nothing I could find on what to do. Now, one important fact of this that I, I want to just put in there is that the body cam footage. I don't want to get into the whole backstory and all the information, but the body cam footage was important to us in relation to a power of attorney that was being acted on. So we were trying to figure out some information that was being said on the uh, on the recording in relation to the power of attorney. We weren't really interested in the police. We weren't interested in the incident itself. We were just incident interested in some of the statements that may or may not have even been made on there. And Carl's first thing to me, you know, after I did some Google search was, you know, you're going to have to file through the open records or, you know, what they call here, the Act 22 request to get the footage and you know that that's where i started i, I asked carl what do i do <laughs> yeah yeah and you you actually found a form i believe online maybe it was through montgomery county because the, the police department will we won't say who it is but they were located in montgomery county the original it's called a law enforcement recording request form act 22 right you you found it and i remember you and i going through it filling it out you know you say what's on you know what you think's on there you you describe your relationship to the event obviously you were one of the people that was there right and and the reason we wanted it because so when the police come they usually if there's some sort of altercation they separate the people right so you were at one end of the property and this other individual was down at the other end the end of the driveway Right. So the police are talking to you and then they go down and they talk to the other individual, but you didn't know what she was saying to them. Right. So the end of the driveway is, you know, it was out of earshot and I was yeah. unable to hear anything. Correct. So we were thinking like, this would be great to know what she was saying to them because maybe she was admitting certain things. Maybe she was helping our case because you don't, you just don't know. So we're like, well, we'll just 
get the body cam. How how hard can it be, right? Right, right. <laughs> it turns you know, out there's a lot of rules regarding this. <laughs> well, it, it turns out the the police, at least the department we were dealing with, wasn't real fast. You know, wasn't real quick to turn it over. And, and again, we. We had no problem with the way the officers handled this. You, we think they did a great job, but yeah, you you put in the request. I did, and, and, and I want to just re, you know emphasize that I think the cops there they did a great job, and I think a lot of people uh, don't understand that you know the police may be the ones that film it, but the police are not in control of who gets it. So you know they have cameras. They go back to their offices or wherever they go. They put their cameras in a little station and uploads the footage to a place. That's it. The cops never see or touch or deal with that footage again. So it has nothing to do with them. What we were dealing with was, I believe, the township or was it the police department administration? Either one, it wasn't the police that we were dealing with. I think they did an awesome job. Yeah, the township township and the police department are kind of interrelated. They're kind of like a... Police department is kind of like a subsidiary of the township, but right. they're they're kind of you know for all intents and purposes they're this they're the same entity. But yeah, which, so got, you, which so ended up getting in, debated in this case. Well, and yeah, yeah, we'll get we'll get down there because you 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 put this, the the uh, the request in and pursuant to the act, the the police department has thirty days to either give you this stuff or issue a denial and there are certain reasons or there's a certain basis why they can deny it so of course i I think and if i'm i'm looking at the denial on i think the denial was issued on the 30th day yeah everything was on the last day every single time they had a time frame it was the last day (laughs) yeah so and i know i remember you keep calling me do we get an answer do we get an answer do we get an answer i was was running the bill up for sure (laughs) And then you get it and, you know, the denial, it says, you know, your, your request is denied. Um, and then, and the basis of the denial, they have to put in the basis, but it's, it's very vague. It, it says that the basis of the denial was that the audio and video recordings uh, contain information pertaining to an investigation. Right. Pure, period. And immediately so, that started my conversation with you because that baffled me because the whole incident from my perspective at that time was a civil dispute the police didn't threaten charges there were no charges to be threatened there was no issue in that regard so i was like what could they be investigating right and you you were right you were right right from the beginning you're like come on this is you know this is bs right yeah there is no they're not investigating anything because police investigate crimes so there was no crime there was no crime committed. So what are they investigating? And I remember when that happened, the first thing I did is I called you, Carl, and I was like, we're lost. We lost. We like, what are we going to do? I don't know what to do. And, and and I remember Carl, this is why you hire an attorney. The first thing Carl said to me was, relax, man. I got moves. I was like, okay. All right. We're okay. <laughs> we, we, ain't de- we ain't dead yet. Right. 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 <laughs> oh, so, and that, yeah, was, and that was, I was so happy at that point that I had an attorney because I, I wouldn't have known what to do next. Well, and I, I was saying to you, I would, I would guess that most people, when they, they, they ask for, you know, body cam footage or something from the police department, that they, they get a denial, and they go, okay, game over, right? They right. denied it, right? That's, that's the end. And I think you were kind of thinking that way too. Like, that's what, what I felt that like. It? I felt like we, you know, we hit a roadblock of, you know, government agency versus citizen. I'm never going to win, you know. And, and I think I think that's what they want. Quite honestly, I think I think they want you to just go away. Right. They don't. They don't want people getting all this footage. I don't know why, but I just feel like from a public policy standpoint, they they. My guess is that they deny almost all of these things. Right. Just, at the, at the first layer of it. Right. At the first layer, and then they they tell you in the denial letter. You may file a petition for judicial review in the court of common pleas, and you have to attach this and that, and you have to serve a copy of the petition. But but, well, but look, they tell you go oh, down that road, yeah. right? They tell you a whole bunch of stuff. But you know, when they first denied it, my my first argument to you was, okay, they denied it because on the basis of there's a, there's an ongoing investigation. And the first thing it, I said to Carl, or maybe Carl said it to me, I don't recall, but. 
the first conversation piece that came up was, well, okay, but that shouldn't exempt me from having a right to get it. I should still be able to get it, you know, maybe in this case, when their investigation is concluded. That shouldn't right. mean that, they're, you know, it's done, you know? Right. right. You, you were saying if they were investigating something, they should at least, uh, you know, maintain the video. Right. So when the investigation's over, you can get it. Right. So in my opinion, at that point, okay, I got denied now, but I should still have a right to it. But the problem with that is if you don't raise the next issue, that footage gets deleted in 60 days. Yeah. And if you don't file an appeal, they're not going to call you. If they say we denied your request because it's pertaining to an ongoing investigation. And if you don't appeal that, they're not going to call you four months down the road and go, hey, remember that video you asked for where the investigation's right. over? Here, here you go, right? Right, exactly. And, and on the contrary, they also don't tell you very much information on the process of appealing it. Look, the Act 22 request and filling that out, fairly self-explanatory, fairly simple. But getting denied and going doing more, I, like it, it, it was so unclear. I would have never been able to figure it out. No, and and you even called. Uh, I think you called me. We were talking, and you're like, "Well, do you know what a petition for judicial review is?" And I'm like, "Well, I, I've I've kind of done things like that. I mean, I, I've never done one on a body cam, but I've had other." petitions asking for the court to review something so right. i was thinking oh there's got to be one online right i think just you you found the request form online i figured the appeal forms online right. of course it's not <laughs> right <laughs> and there's so, nothing anywhere that tells you how to do this no no i look I, I have forum books like most lawyers have forum books i get through my forum books i was on westlaw <laughs> it, it's not on there so i'm like oh, well, i guess i better put on my lawyer hat <laughs> my lawyer hat and figure out how to do this right like i okay i i know what a petition looks like i can kind of make one up as as i go so i kind of made one up i was reading the statute and it says okay you got to put these things in there so you know we made one up so to speak and and filed it and served it right and that, that started the process but and you had to pay for that too which is another Thing, the you know, filing. They, yeah, just to file yeah. it, you have to pay. Just to, and I think it was like three hundred bucks yeah. to file it. So this, you know, and then look, you, you, you had to hire me. Uh, obviously, you get a discounted rate because we're friends. But, <laughs> <laughs> but if if a normal person had to go out and just hire a lawyer, this would not be an inexpensive proposition between. No, and, and look, even even, even through you know the friendship price, it still wasn't a cheap endeavor. You know, mm. it was still fairly pricey. Not not I, saying I was, that you're too expensive, but it was a lot. You did a lot of work, a lot of emails, ooh. a lot of phone calls, a lot of research. Yeah, and we'll get to that because because right, preparing the petition and filing the petition. Okay, you got the filing fee. You got you know I got to take an hour to prepare it, and then you file it, and then you got to serve it. But that's just the beginning, right? Then the then the township or the police department files an answer. Right. And in this case, I mean, you, you would have thought which, we were asking. Were, just, <laughs> just for the people who understand procedure, their <laughs> their answer, is that their preliminary ejection at that point? Or is that? They, they filed, they were, originally they filed what's called preliminary objections, which is which is in lieu of an answer. Right. And, and the objections, I mean, I'd have to look at, you probably remember, what was it about? It no, was long. some of it, some of their preliminary objections were, it, it was all um, technicalities. It was the way it was served. It was who it was served to. It was the, the timing. It, it was, it was all these things that didn't really pertain to my right to have the footage. It was all about you screwed up this procedure or that procedure, which really wasn't true. It wasn't the case. Right. And the preliminary objections, that's kind of what you, what you raise. You raise kind of objections to you know you filed in the wrong place you didn't file timely you filed the wrong document so their first response was these we call them po's uh, preliminary it was 50 i'm looking at it now it's 50 paragraphs <laughs> which i remember I mean, you 50. saying was insane is that a lot for for preliminary ejections uh, that's a that's a lot um 
because then I filed preliminary objections to their preliminary objections, so it really got crazy, if you recall. But mine were not 50, 50 paragraphs. But no, you're right, but, they, but I would like to, hold on, I want to touch on that the, real quick. Now, I won't say the name of any of these entities right now, but Carl, I got to give you your flowers. When you filed your preliminary <laughs> objections to their preliminary objections, you shut them down. <laughs> you they like bro that was a good moment <laughs> well because it was again when 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 we got the response i sent it to you and i remember you called him of course as soon as you got it you called me yeah yep. you're like oh my god we, we, we lost and we the lost. funny thing is carl, carl didn't send it to me till six at night because he knew i was gonna blow his phone up about <laughs> it I know, I know. I'm like, it's, it's, the minute it opens this, I'm going to get a phone call. So I had to kind of time when I said it to you. That's, I have a lot of clients like that. I'm like, as soon, as soon I don't as blame they get you. It, I don't I know, blame you at all. I know the phone's going to ring. So if I got other things going on, I'm like, all right, I'm going to wait. And yeah, you immediately called me and you were freaking out again. Like, I was. I absolutely like, oh my was. God. Oh my God. Did we screw this up? Uh, did we mess it up? Is this, are they going to deny it? Are we dead? We're dead. Yep. And, and what did I say again? I was like, Relax, yeah. dog. Relax. I got some tricks up my sleeve. <laughs> I'm like, chill, chill. <laughs> we can deal with this. It's all, it's all BS, right? Oh. It's very, it's very intimidating. Uh, you know, when you look at it, you're like, oh my god, we're toast. And look, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not someone good. very easily intimidated by law enforcement no. or, or you know, legal stuff. I have a pretty good understanding of it, and this got me like in a, in a rut. I was like, we're not, we're never getting this footage. <laughs> Well, it, it was, they threw the kitchen sink at us, right? They yeah. threw everything at us. Absolutely. So I'm um, like, I, I really didn't think it was going to be this complicated. I thought we'd appeal it. I'd call the lawyer. Lawyer would say, here, here you go. It's it's not that. But they came out guns a blazing, right? They, they threw everything at us. Right. And I was like, that's why I said, like, you know, this can get expensive because, you know, now they're not even filing an answer. They're filing what's called POs. And then so I got the brilliant idea. It's like, okay, well, I think their POs are wrong. So I filed POs to their POs, which is, <laughs> I filed objections to their objections. So there, take that. <laughs> right. And what they do, they called you and said, yeah, let's uh, let's just get rid of the POs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they were like, you know, I read your POs. Uh, I think you're right. We're just going to get rid of all the POs. <laughs> <laughs> Where it saved us a ton of time and money. Oh, such a good moment. It saved us a ton of time and money because we would have to argue that. You know, arguing that is like, it's arguing before you even get to the starting line, right? We're arguing right. about, okay, where's the starting line? Should it be over there or over right. there? Right? <laughs> like, I don't want to spend like five hours arguing about where we're going to start this thing. Right. So then then they, they, they you know, they we got rid of that and then they, you know, procedurally, then they filed an answer. So basically, you know, they long and the short is they said, look, you're not entitled to the video because of the act because of Act 22. There's a there's an investigation. So you don't get it. You know, and, and at some point in that, they also claimed that some of the footage was inside. I didn't notify all the parties that were involved. I mean, a whole bunch of stuff that wasn't true. Right, you serve the wrong party. We we didn't serve them within five days. Look, I, and we we were going to touch a little bit on procedure, not just procedure in this, but procedure, legal procedure. A lot of people can you can get tripped up on it, right? Lawyers lawyers can get tripped up on it because there's rules, and if you don't comply with the rules, your thing can get dismissed. It doesn't matter if it's right or it's wrong. But, but if you file it at the wrong, if you file it late or if you file it in the wrong place or you don't serve it within a certain period of time, you can lose just because you didn't follow the procedure. And that's the worst. I mean, that's the and worst. And that's one of the things lose. I said to you, you know, a little while ago, I said, you know, it, it seems like the procedure is almost as, as important as the argument, if not more important before you even get to the argument. If you don't follow the procedure, you're, you're, you're toast before you even get a chance to argue it. Yeah, that, and that's that's kind of what you know. What the point of all this is? Yes, you don't you don't even get you know you don't even get to, to, to the stadium to run your race. You're out before you even get there, right? Because because you didn't you know you got on the wrong bus or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> so, that, and I'm telling you, if I had to do this on my own, I would have been stuck at the first denial. I would have never yeah. gotten past that. 
it, as a lawyer, and look, I've been practicing a long time, as you know, and I've done a lot of this. I, I read these things every time before I file something. I read the rules. I read the procedure. Like, this act is very tricky, I was telling you, because yeah. n- normally when you file a petition, you have 20 days to serve it. You know, this says five. So if I just assumed that it's 20 days like every other thing, we could have been out right there, right? If right. we didn't serve it within the five-day window. Right. And if we didn't serve it on the right person, they were trying to say we didn't serve it on the right person. We we did. Um, well, that that was something I wanted to bring up, too, is like, you know, in the beginning of this, we said the police department and township, which is an arm. You said one is a subsidiary of the other, which that's the way they're both in the same building. You know, I, I feel like that's true as well. And the person that served it, they're saying you know, served it to the wrong entity, but the entity that we served it to is the, was the entity that was responding to us. Like it was very confusing. And, and I think, I think they were quite honestly as kind of confused by the procedure. As, yeah, I agree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Definitely. As, as we were talking earlier, we tried, you know, I looked up the case law. There's no case law on this because, because right. nobody appeals it. The only way you get case law is if somebody appeals it. Right. So, so there's no case law. So you were saying, well, you know, you know, do we have a case? Do we don't have a case? And I'm like, look, I'm just reading the statute. I think uh, I think we have a winner. But even the statute's very poorly written. Um, it's very hard to follow. It's very inconsistent because I think I was talking to you. I said, this thing's a mess. Right. It's just it's just a mess. And it doesn't really make a lot of sense and i'm used to reading these things there's no way uh just a, a lay person without a law degree is going to know what the hell they're reading right. when they read this thing yeah and, for sure <laughs> it's just very convoluted and even even as a as a lawyer i i had to read it a couple times i still i'm like this really doesn't make a lot of sense right because but we we eventually, I mean, we filed the petition. They eventually we got around. They filed the answer, and and then the judge put it down for an argument. So um, you got to go to court with me, which was which was <laughs> fun, right? <laughs> yeah, but hey, look, man, it was I, I I very much so enjoyed going to court with you on a matter that wasn't you know criminal or not that I ever have gone for anything criminal, but criminal or, you know, domestic, like it was interesting to go to a court and, and argue something with a judge and know you're not getting in trouble either way. <laughs> yeah. Right. If, if they had denied it, if the judge had denied it, but, uh, we, you, know, you would have been mad. I think, I think you would have really been mad. I would have been upset. I probably would have wanted to appeal it, but couldn't afford to appeal it. But uh, you know, I, the first thing I want to say is the, the, the court, hearing was at 9 a.m you know in the montgomery county courthouse and if you guys ever do if anybody listening to this does hire carl this will kind of give you a little bit of insight of like who you're hiring when i walked in the first thing i saw was carl sitting in a chair with a book a folder of all the information pertaining to my case studying it before he walked in the room he wasn't there mingling he wasn't there talking to the people that he knew he was sitting by himself studying the arguments and preparing himself to go in that courtroom and do the best he could for me. And that's exactly what he did. So if you ever hire him, he's going to fight for you. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, th- thank you for that. And you're right. I, I, I treat every case pretty much the same. I, I treat every case. I spend the time on it. I review. Look, if you have a traffic ticket, I always go and I read the statute. Right. I, you know, the, I, re, I read the vehicle code because I want to know exactly what's in there. And look, I, have I read it 50 or 100 times? Yeah, I've probably read it 100 times, you know, speeding, reckless driving, careless driving. But I always will read it again. The same thing with the statute. I had read it 20 times before that morning. I read right. it the night before. I I got highlights all over the stupid thing. I got notes in the margin. But I wanted, like you said, I just take a minute. I want to read it again because... I, th- there's nothing worse than not being prepared or, or when your lawyer is not prepared, the judges hate it. And, and it, it's, it's, it doesn't help your client. It doesn't help your case. You get a bad reputation with the judges. If you go into court 
and you don't know your case and you don't know when this was filed and you don't know when that was filed and you don't know you know if it's a divorce when the parties were married you don't know how old the kids are it just looks bad right it, so, it looks like you don't care yeah it, it looks like you don't care it looks like you just didn't spend the time so i always probably spend uh, if it's you know i probably spend too much time on dumb things like a traffic ticket or yeah but you know you made me feel like every dime that i spent was being used and if not was being extended as far as it could be extended yeah and look that's you you pay me for representation i can't win everything no lawyer wins sure, everything. absolutely but and i knew I, that going I, in i didn't have an expectation of a hundred percent win no, I thought, I thought, I think I spoke to you and I, I like to manage expectations. I, I probably told you it was what, 50, 50, you, you said it was 50, 50. You did, you know, imply that depending on the judge that that may play a role, which we can talk about that. Um, it, it, everybody interprets law differently. I, I felt very passionately that we were going to win this, that we had this, but with all the procedural stuff that kept pushing my, my fears, I, I thought, well, maybe we don't, you know, maybe, maybe the system is going to bleed me, drive money, push me out and make me not able to fight this anymore. Or they're going to just use their powers to, to keep me from proceeding. And, I, you know, they stretched it out a little bit, but I don't feel like, you know, they, they work together to try and smash me out of this because I think they could have taken this a lot further on me. So I, that didn't happen. And I think a lot of that's attributed to Carl. Yeah, I think they were originally took a hard nosed stance on this and they were like, we're not we're going to take this to the mat. We're, we're not giving it to them. I don't care. End of story. Right. And then I think as, as you know, they kind of realized we weren't going away and we had some pretty good arguments as to why we should get this. I think they kind of decided, you know, maybe this isn't the right case to fight on. Right. Yeah, the other thing about these things, it's very, and you saw, and we'll touch on court a little bit. The the other strange thing about this is we're asking for video that we haven't seen. So oh, the, the other side has seen the whole video. Oh, that bothers me so much. So they basically say, well, uh, you can't have it because it shows blah, 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 blah. Right. Well, how do I know that? How do I know it shows what you're telling me? And not that I think you're lying, but you could say anything you wanted, really. Right. Hey, judge, it has it has confidential victim information on there, so they don't get it. Now, isn't there rules in courts that, like disclosure that they have to disclose any evidence against you? Well, there would be if there was a if there was a crime against you. Yes. Okay. You know, you would get it in discovery if you, and we we had said that before. If they had charged you with a crime. We would we would get this body cam footage in in the discovery packet, right? But there For was free. since there was no <laughs> crime, there was no way to get it other than we could have filed a civil action and then tried to subpoena it, which is very expensive, and you have to have a civil action to begin with. Or we tried to go through through this procedure, which now we kind of know how to do it. And I just want to point out, on top of everything else. Once you get the video, you got to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I, just to remind back a little bit, because I, I think I've spent a good hour, maybe even two, just talking to you and arguing with you about, not arguing with you, but about the fact that they're creating arguments and putting it in, in their statements against us, using evidence that we are not allowed to see to fight back about. That blew my mind. That the lawyer could see the footage, the cop could see the footage, or whoever, I don't know, whoever represents the township in the footage, you know, the public records officer. They could all see this footage and use what's on that footage as a piece of evidence against us that we were not allowed to see or view or, or have any knowledge of. I, I never, I, I still don't understand how that was allowed. And that would, that, that would never happen in a civil case, in an actual case. It would never happen in a criminal case i mean think about a criminal case if you were charged with say shoplifting or something and the cop stood up in front of the jury and said yeah i watched the video and the video shows james go over there and stick uh, those things in his pocket and then you chose him walk over there and walk out of the store that's what the video shows right 
well, if you're a defense attorney, you're going to jump up and down and go, well, show the video. Right. Like, like what he, him describing the video is of no value to me. I want to see what's on the actual video because I don't know if you went up to the clerk. I, right, that's I'm just hearsay here. until you have evidence. Right. Yeah, there's something in the law called best evidence, which means the best evidence of what's on the video is the video. Right, not, which is exactly what you said me. to me. Yep. <laughs> right, there's a, it's called the best evidence rule. Like if there's a contract between us and I go, yeah, what's in the contract is um, there's, uh, there's this term and then there's that term. But judge is going to say, well, if there's a contract, then show me the contract. That's I, don't tell me what's in it. Show it to me. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what. So that's why I was uh, like, how do we? How do I argue, judge? That's not in there when I've never seen it. I got really hung up on that, and and you know, also I'd like to point out through through this whole process, I learned that there's actually just like we talked about, there's more than one way to get that footage. Now the way that I went was, you know, unfortunately having to buy it, but. So mm -hmm. you could buy it. If there's a crime committed and it's evidence against you, you get it in discovery for free. And mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to kind of tap dance around this because I don't know what you can talk about, Carl. But there was a conversation at some point somewhere that may have indicated that you could do another process uh, and subpoena the footage. I don't know if you can talk about that conversation or not, but, you know, subpoenaing it was another option. Yeah, and, and subpoenaing it, and and I won't not so much with this case, but generally any cases. If if for example there's there's an auto accident, and you know our two cars collide in front of Wawa, and I, I represent say the plaintiff, the person who got got hit, I could subpoena Wawa's surveillance video. Because because that would be important in my case to show my car was stopped and or your car was stopped and then the other guy crashed into it. So there's a procedure for getting video in in a civil case. So that's kind of what you're referring to. If we had filed a civil suit against this other individual, I probably could have issued a subpoena to the police department and got the video. Right. I, I probably could have done it that way. But again then you got to file a civil complaint you got to have a basis for filing a civil complaint you got to hire a lawyer to file it then we got to do discovery they could fight that you're not entitled to it it would be way more cumbersome to do just to get video right and, and, and maybe if we had something we might have gone that route but in this case you know what was what was the testimony on the video was what was important and we didn't know what the testimony was at that point to even know if it was worth going that route and i think if you recall we we went in front of in front of a judge and the judge very good judge uh out here in montgomery county she does a it's a female judge she does a great great job i've had a lot of cases in front of her and if you recall, she came out and she had read all, she had read our petition. She had read the answer. She very, very prepared. Yeah. Not I do all, feel like when judges. she came in, she, she was, she knew what was going on. Like, I, I don't yeah. feel like she just glanced over the notes. Like, I feel like she actually looked at what was happening here. She, she did. And not, not all judges do that. Not all judges read all the pleadings and, and the documents in a case. And if you recall, one of the first things she asked me, I, I think it was probably one of the first questions was what do you think's on the video right she like said basically what are you seeking what do you think yeah, is on there right what do you what are you seeking what do you think's on there and obviously i have never wait, seen wait, the video before you get to that i just i just want to paint this picture first because it's nine o'clock in the morning me and carl uh and i had some family members with me we walked into the courtroom we go in there and and this is important because from my perspective i think a lot of people will think this way we go in there, we go up to the table, we go through the little gate and, and you know, Carl lets me come up to the, the front desk with him and sit with him there. And the other lawyer comes walking in. It's just, just him, nobody else with him. And I look at Carl, Carl, Carl goes up to the other lawyer. He's like, Hey, I'm Carl Knapp. How are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. You know, they, they have some small talk. Carl turns back towards me and I look at him like, don't you hate him? Like you guys yeah. look friendly. Like, the, don't you hate each other? <laughs> it's like, I was expecting them to like hate each other. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't know, because you, yeah, you wish for, like, you know, because, look, I'm, I, I consider lawyers to be professionals. I know a lot of people think we're just slimy bottom dwellers, 
but I, I consider myself a professional. I, I expect the other lawyer to be professional. So if I go in there, I would say, yeah, hey, how you doing? So and so good to see you. You know, I, I don't hate the other lawyer. He's He's got a job to do. I got a job to do. Our clients may hate each other, but I, I don't have any ill will or animosity to the other lawyer. In fact, generally, I get along with them. Usually, I mean, we'll fight. We'll, we'll duke it out and then shake hands and leave. Right. And see, so, that, that was such a big learning experience for me because not only did Carl, your demeanor change my demeanor, but it taught me that, like, okay, when this guy walked in, he's representing somebody that's that's fighting me. This isn't the guy fighting. He's just representing somebody that's fighting me. So I don't, you don't got to hate this person. So as soon as Carl was nice to this guy, I was like, oh, this is more peaceful than I thought it would be. And, you know, I smiled at him. Hi, I'm James, you know, and, and it was, it was nice. And I honestly, if I didn't see Carl do that, I might not have done that. And I think that was very important, you know, just in, in general mannerism. I think that's very important that that happened like that. I'm, and I'm glad I saw that. And I think people have to to understand, like, we, we are, as I said, we're professionals. I, I don't, if I'm handling your divorce and you hate your ex-wife, that doesn't mean I hate your ex-wife. Right. It doesn't mean I hate your ex-wife's lawyer. Right. I'm removed from this. You might hate her for whatever reasons. She might hate you and you guys may exchange FUs out in the hallway. Right. But that's that's not what I am. I, I'm I'm not there to scream at your ex-wife. Some some lawyers do that. I think it's highly unprofessional. Right. I've had some clients say to me, well why were you so nice to that other lawyer? I mean that's but, that's essentially what I said. Yeah, it's like don't show yeah, hate I, each I've other. Had, I've had some clients don't like that and I'll tell them, look I'm a professional. I'm going to argue your case. I'm going to fight for you, but I'm not going to be, you know, a dirt bag and, and call the other lawyer a jerk and, 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 you know, an a-hole and you suck and you're, that's not what we do. And, and some clients want you to do that. And I'll tell them up front, I don't do it. Right. If you want somebody who's just going to fight with everybody and fight with your ex and fight with your ex's lawyer, just cause trouble. Yeah, I would assume I'm nine not times the guy for yeah. Nine times out of ten, that makes it worse. It makes it worse, and you spend a ton more money. Right. Look, if the other lawyer likes me, and I like the other lawyer, a lot of times we can reach common ground. Right. Right. <laughs> if we're just screaming at each other, and I, you know, I hate them, and I say, "Oh, you're a lying scumbag," and he says, "You're a lying scumbag." All right. Guess what? It's going to cost everybody more money because we're going to litigate everything, and the judges don't like it. So no, I, I think that yeah, I know you were kind of put it back by that 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 lawyers get along or i was but witnessing your behavior it, it changed my behavior because i didn't walk in there wanting to strangle this guy but to me this guy was the guy standing in the way of what i was trying to do you know what i mean so right. i thought naturally there was going to be some kind of some some tension like you know but but there wasn't there wasn't at all and i i'm telling you carl that's because of the way i saw you interact as soon as you interacted like that I calmed down. I was like, this isn't, that's not what this is. No, that, that's not, it's not a personal thing. It, it's a legal thing. Judges prefer, you know, professionalism. They don't want lawyers bickering back and forth. They don't like it. Right. I've been doing this long enough. I'll tell you, they hate it when lawyers bicker back and forth. Oh, I believe it. Doesn't, it. it doesn't really get you anywhere. Like, look, there are some lawyers I don't like. Sure. Some lawyers I don't get along with. And I, but I don't. If I walk into the courtroom, I'll still say, hey, how's it going, so-and-so, right? Right, you're cordial, absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm not going to be like, oh, F you, you no good son of, you know, right. I, I'm, I'm a, I consider well, myself That's not what I was expecting, but I was expecting some, you know, cold shoulder, just like, you know, you're going to shake their hand and be polite, but you don't care to talk to them type thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that, that, right, and uh, yeah, lawyers, I don't like, that's how I am. Well, that's I, what I'll I expected like, hey, how with, are you? with anybody against you. Like, to me, an opponent is an opponent, not a friend, you know? In, mm -hmm. in court, that's what I thought. That was my mind frame around it. But uh, anyway, after that, we sat down. We were all, you know, happy and not happy, but, you know, we were, we were all getting along. And then, you know, the judge comes in, all rise. We all stood up. He said what she said, and then you may be seated. We sat down, and she, she indicated that she looked over the, the case of the petitions and stuff. And, and then that first question for you, Carl, you know, what, what do you, why do you want this footage? What do you think is, is on this footage? And, and, what your response was 
Yeah, well, we, we had talked, well, but I kind of explained a little bit about the civil dispute. And we, we believe that the other party had made certain statements or admissions that could be helpful to you, James, down the road. So we thought we wanted you know, wanted to see that, decide, you know, whether or not we had to pursue action, maybe an orphan's court or some other venue. And the judge seemed to, to get that. I, I, you know, she seemed to understand that. And, and she also knows we haven't seen it. So I'm guessing what's on it, but I think this is what it was. And then she asked the other side, okay, well, well is any of that on there? I think she asked them. Right. And just so you know, the audience understands this was this is what's called an argument. So an argument is basically just the two lawyers are there, and you were a client, so you had the right to be there. The other side didn't bring their client, whoever that might be, a representative of the township. Right. But you you basically you don't call witnesses, you don't cross examine, you make a legal argument to the judge, and the, then the other side makes a legal argument to the judge, and then the judge decides based on the law. So this judge was very focused on what she wanted to know because she was prepared. So she asked me what I wanted. Then she asked them, oh, is any of this on there? And the guy was truthful. He, he yeah, said, I yeah. I commend him for that. Yeah, I, I, he was actually an honest guy. He was, and I think the judge even said, because she had asked him a couple other questions. He, you know, they were making some argument about, they, they, did we serve this person or that person? Did we serve the township or the police department? Or we should have served one, but not the other. But she said, she kind of called him on that and says like, are you really pushing that argument or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, like I'm just representing what they yeah. want me to do. <laughs> when a judge kind of gives you that half smile and like, Mr. Nat, are you really, <laughs> are you really pushing that argument? <laughs> that usually, eh, not really, judge. That's not, that's not my best argument. Let me move on, right? Right, yeah, exactly. So. And it's false uh, that right now. Yeah, and then she had already, I think, she had already decided that that one was a loser. So then they only really had the second argument, which was that that by turning over the body cam footage that we were, it was, uh, the, the statute says, um, and there's a whole, there's a whole bunch of reasons why they don't have to turn it over if it falls into one of these categories. Right. But there, I was trying to find the exact, language but it was uh that if they turned it over it would constitute an unwarranted invasion of privacy right so but you know i jumped all over that with you oh you you're, you're not, I not know in you're, court but to carl like I've, I've argued that a million times with him you're you're the king of uh privacy rights <laughs> yeah but yeah look look listen she was in public which because she was outside being recorded by a public official in the line of public duty on a public camera with an indicator that says you're being recorded. Where's the privacy? Right. This, this was the, this was not body cam footage, you know, in her house, um, in her in her bedroom. This was she was outside on the street or in the driveway, talking to the police. And and we made the argument to the judge that there's no expectation of privacy. You're talking to a public servant he's got his body cam the little lights on there it shows they're recording it right i think even the judge kind of kind of made a face like yeah what's the listen as soon as you said that statement all she did was look over at the other guy <laughs> yeah it's like okay she she knows she knows what's up she right she she knew you're and we've talked on other you know podcasts about the your right to privacy expectation of privacy when you're out in public walking around we've already said that you have really no expectation of privacy right and you you don't have to talk to the police Right. As we've said before, she was voluntarily talking to these officers. They have the light on their on their body cam. It's recording all this. Right. And meanwhile, she's standing on the curb that splits the driveway and the and the public roadway. <laughs> right. And then she was the one who called the police. She was the one that called so, the police. Yep. So she calls the police. The police come out. She's talking to the police what's the expectation of privacy? Right, right. And even, like you said, the judge, this judge, uh, you know, is, is pretty sharp. She kind of, 
she was like to the other side. Yeah, what? What? Why is there an invasion of privacy? Is what the statute? Yeah, she says. she kind of threw that idea right out. Yeah, that that was not not going to fly, and she 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 cut through that pretty quickly. Right. Which which I I get you know I give her credit. Look, I'm happy because it was I think it was the right decision for us and the other interesting thing the judge which you don't always see in court the judge ruled right from the bench right she she rendered her decision right there yeah because you're yeah. you had warned me i think she's going to take it under advisement and you know you can Mo say what that is because i didn't know what that was at the time most judges when they hear argument they say okay thank you for making the argument i'll take it under advisement and i'll i'll hand down my decision which means they're going to go in the back they're probably going to issue an order and then you get the order in the mail. It could be the next day. It could be two weeks from then. It could be a month from now. Right. They usually don't issue rulings right away in the court like that on an argument because they don't want backlash, right? They don't want people arguing with them. Right, with their decisions. Like, well, right. oh, come on, judge. Well, what, didn't you hear me? They, and, and look, lawyers shouldn't do that. But some lawyers would. So a lot of judges will sometimes they, they need to review the statute or something. So sometimes there's a reason for them to take it under advisement. They might want to go back and say, OK, I want to just reread that section of the statute before I make my decision. Right. OK, that makes sense. I was kind of surprised that she didn't take a, you know, sometimes they take a, a 10 minute recess and they come out and they render the decision. She didn't do that either. She <laughs> I think she knew. I think she knew Pretty, coming in, like which direction this is going. Uh, I think she, I, I think she had a pretty good handle on it from from our petition and their answer. I think she had a pretty good handle because she was pretty focused in terms of her, you know, her questions were pretty focused. She didn't want to hear everything from the beginning of time. She was like, "Okay, Mister Knapp, tell me this," and then she went to the other lawyer. Okay, tell me that. Well, and one of those questions was, and, and again, I commend that other lawyer because one of the questions was. You know, one of your objections to this was that there's an on, or the basis of your denial was that there's an ongoing investigation. Is there an ongoing investigation? And he was like, no, there's not. And and I was yeah. surprised like the, the honesty that we got out of the other lawyer. I was very surprised of. I, I was very surprised, too, because I, I think on the other hand, we could have we could have cut through a lot of this. Right. Like, like, think about this. We, you know, we filed, so we had to file the petition. We had to litigate the petition. We had to file the POs. There was a lot of back and forth. Like, had they just come out in the beginning and said, here's the video. There, there really is no investigation. Here's right. the video. That's, that was what they should have done. Right. Right. Because you're right. There, there never was an investigation. And, and I think there should be more uh, literature about this. Like, I, I think that. Almost, I believe that statute should be changed because, okay, you can you can deny it on the basis of something, but there should be something that says what happens if it's denied. I really think it should say if it's a denied, you know, upon completion of the investigation, the footage should be preserved and available to the requesting party. You know, mm -hmm. and unless right, unless another section applies, right. another that, whole yeah. list of reasons. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but. <laughs> and there's a there's a whole ton of reasons as you could you could. You know, you could pick and choose what reasons. I, I think they kind of picked the wrong reason, but right. I don't think they had a reason. I think they just denied it. I think they got it and they denied it. And it, it probably wasn't the lawyer. My guess is they deny all these things. Right. And that's what uh, there was another officer we briefly spoke to in regard to this. And he had suggested, you know, the department might have this blanket policy where no matter what the request is, it gets denied. And then, you know, they see if it goes to the next level. But also, like, another thing I want to point out is that, yeah, you'll, I, this is the funny part, is when the, when the judge rendered her decision, the, the other lawyer stood up and said, hey, can, can we get, like, maybe 20 days for us to get the files together and everything like that? And I'm standing there nudging Carl, like, make it 10, make it 10, make it 10. And Carl's <laughs> like, know, 20 days is fine. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> I know you you wanted some ugly you know back and forth and I just dude I've already waited seven months I didn't want to wait another 20 days to get it but to my surprise the following Monday this was on a yeah. Thursday by Monday they already said we can come get it 
they they did i i was kind of surprised i thought they were going to wait till the 20th day for sure i, I think yeah, they they gave it up pretty quickly, and and I I said to you, look, we we you know the judge had already said we're gonna win, we're gonna get what we want, right? So I'm not gonna be a pain in the ass and say, well, judge, uh, make a ten, you know, to, like again, like I got to go in front of this judge again, and I don't want <laughs> I don't want her to be like, you know, I gave I, I granted the petition, I gave Nap everything he wanted, and then he's going to fight me over 10 days versus 20 days. No, like, Carl, come on. Carl, you were immediately okay with that, and I was just like, make it 10, make it 10. I was like nudging him quietly, like, make it 10. Well, <laughs> he's yeah, he's a like lot of swatting people, me away, I, like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, in terms, of, in terms of litigation, and I have it a lot of times with with clients in, in, in my family law cases, you're you're winning and some people just can't like we're getting everything we want right maybe it's a custody case and the judge is like okay uh i'm going to grant your petition mr knapp your client's going to get everything she wants except instead of uh returning the kids at 8 p.m i'm going to make it 7 p.m right and then they grab my arm and they pull my arm and they go oh, no it's got to be eight it's got to be eight and they, you know, i'm like just we just got everything we wanted right right don't let's not fight over an hour right right like it's an hour you know yeah yeah <laughs> you got but so some people just they have to fight over it. and i'm not saying you fall into that category I know, but I know I, you, I nudged, you, yeah. like in reality i nudged him once i was like do, do 10 that and that was uh, yeah, it and he just ignored yeah. me which he should have done <laughs> but I, I get a lot clients all the time like they didn't they didn't think they were going to get what they got right and then they get it all and then it's like well I, I could have got like, this. Yeah, <laughs> I, can we make it seven thirty instead of seven? Yeah, I'm like, you just got everything. Right, just take it and be on your way, right? Because you're going to be back in front of this judge. Yeah, and right. You you might not be, but family law cases, you keep coming back and forth in front of the judge twenty times, so you don't want them to think. Oh, here's this pain in the ass again. Here's the guy who's fighting me over a half an hour. Right, right. right. So, no. So she yeah. ultimately ruled that you know we could have the footage, we could have it within twenty days, and this was on a Thursday. By Monday morning, Carl had an email that said, you know, it's available to be picked up. And call us, and we'll make the arrangements. And you know, Monday I went and picked it up, and you know, I don't know how far you want to get into that. I don't. We don't really have to talk about the details of the video, but just out of curiosity, after reviewing the video, was there any statements on there that you found interesting? Yeah, we did. We did watch it. I didn't watch the whole thing because I think you had three three officers with three different body cams. Yeah, at forty so minutes we, apiece. <laughs> yes, yes. So we were watching it, but uh, just a couple reactions. One, I was very impressed with the quality of the thing. Yes, yes. The, the, the audio was actually and, and really the, good. Yeah, the the audio and the video quality was great. Then with regard to the content, and I'm not going to get into the content, but yeah, I'm glad we got the video. Right. Because I, I, I think a lot of the things that were said on the video help us if we go, you know, if we take it to the next step. But right. I think it was good to hear. It's kind of what we thought, right? We were kind of guessed correctly that this other individual was going to say kind of some of the things that she actually said. Yeah, I wasn't totally surprised by it. I, I was it was pretty on par with what I expected. Yeah. And, and I'm I'm glad look, I'm glad we got it. It cost you a couple a couple bucks. I know you had to pay buy it, right, from from them. Right. But I, I think it, it's helpful to have it. This was a this was a learning experience for everybody. I mean most people can't afford to go through all this. It, it's 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 a pricey oh, hold procedure. On. Let's just hold on. I can't afford to go through all this. Okay. <laughs> so luckily it wasn't my incident. So it wasn't necessarily my pockets. It was coming from, I was just representing my family member in this matter. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you, you, you got the buddy rate. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I, it's a, yeah. It's like I, when you go to a restaurant and you know, you get the buddy portion cause your, your friend works in the kitchen. Right. Right. And, and, and I'll tell you what, man, you did an absolute exceptional job. And I think, Honestly, I think a lot of the harder work was probably dealing with my phone calls and being my therapist. <laughs> I think, look, a lot of my cases, you know, going back and forth with my client is the hardest part of it. I'm good with the law. I'm good with the courtroom. Right. 
I like to be in the courtroom. I like to, I like to think. I like to analyze. I like to come up with arguments and counter arguments and counter counter arguments. Right. Going going back and forth with the clients because they don't necessarily understand the intricacies of it kind of gets like you could you know you kept saying you know it's not investigation it's not investigation it's not investigation which is true but i was trying to explain to you like um investigation is is information made the the, the information pertaining to an investigation is what's called a defined term right so that means the statute tells you what that word means and it may not mean what you would just assume that it means you assume that they're looking into whether or not they're going to file criminal charges. But there's a lot of things beyond that. that That's the the thing about lawyers is like you guys have a definition for every word. And that definition is so crucial. One word can change an entire case. That that's right. And if, if it's a defined term, people assume that a word means what a word means and that sounds stupid but you think investigation means they're they're doing investigation to figure out if a crime is being committed right but investigation could be according to this uh information that would result um in depriving an individual of a fair trial right right and i would i would never put those two together yeah information that might endanger the life or physical safety of an individual you wouldn't think that falls under the definition of pertaining Invest- to an investigation, right. but right. it does. Right. Because, cause, you know, lay, lay people, people that are not lawyers, think, yeah, a word is a word. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely <laughs> like, right. Well, we had this argument, I think when we did the Pepsi one, right? You kept saying, well, it's an offer. It's an offer. Right. Yep. <laughs> and because you, in your mind, you, you have a definition of what an offer is. Right. But the law may have a different definition of what an offer is. Oh, that's exactly right. Yeah, so there's a lot of nuance to this stuff. And I hate to always be in lawyer mode, but what do you mean by offer? What do you mean by investigation? What do you mean by agreement? What do you mean by, you know, you can drive people insane. This is why you hire a lawyer, man. (laughs) I'm I'm telling you guys, when I walked into that courthouse and Carl was sitting there studying those papers... I knew I hired the right person. <laughs> and I, I appreciate that. You were, you were so happy. I was, I was glad we won that because you were like, you were busting. You were happy. Oh, I would do you- it. As soon as we, I, I literally pounded it with you as we're walking out of the courtroom. I was like, I, I got to get this energy out. Pound it. Like <laughs> fist bump. Come on. <laughs> you're like, you're like, you, you thought we got a million dollar verdict or something. <laughs> oh, I was so, I was so thrilled, uh, like, man. Like it's body cam footage. Like but here's it. the thing. Even if we had lost, yes, I would have been disappointed that we didn't get the footage. But man, would I have felt absolutely satisfied with the service that I got from you? A hundred percent. I I appreciate that. Look, there's no guarantees in this business. I tell people that. But look, I'm going to do my best for you. I'm going to try every angle. Uh, You know, I'm not going to be deceitful. I'm not going to lie or be a scumbag. But I will fight. And you saw this. We've changed. We changed our theory a couple times on this, right? To depending on what they were saying. We came up with some different angles, right? Yeah, like, we had a couple different and, angles, yep. Yeah, we, we were, it's like playing chess, right? I'm thinking, okay, if they argue this, I'm going to argue this. But if they argue that, then I have to do this. And then, yeah, I could drive myself nuts. Right, right, <laughs> <doing> absolutely. <laughs> but uh, it was a good experience. I'm glad you got to come to court and you see see a little bit in action and see how the system works. I think it worked. I'm mean, not just because we won. I think it was the right decision. Yeah, I think she did. Uh, I think she did a very good job. I, 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 I was very pleased absolute, with that judge. Yeah, I, and as I said, I've been in front of her before. I really, I really like her. Um, some judges are not as conscientious, and obviously, we're not naming names, but right, she is. She <laughs> she is very conscientious and very bright, and that's what you want in a judge. Absolutely. You, you want somebody who's going to know the law, study the law, read the, read the stuff, and give you a fair decision. Look, I don't have to win every time. As long as I get a fair shot, I'm okay. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm and okay. she did her due diligence. She, she was, I, when she walked in, I felt like she sat in most of mine and Carl's conversations and knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. 100%. No, she, she did a great job. She, 
she was she was prepared so we'll go watch the rest of that video <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so we'll put the rest of the video together and take a look at that but guys seriously if you're listening to this and you need an attorney i'm telling you carl will fight for you he will study your case he will make sure he knows every angle he'll, he'll know any everything that he can possibly know about it he will study to the death so definitely if you need him all his information is at the end on the disclaimer as always be sure to call him, set up your consultation. Honestly, even just in the consultation, you can get so much information. You might not even need to move forward with them, but hire him. He's worth it. And we'll catch you guys on the next podcast. The information contained in this podcast is provided for general information purposes only. It is not intended as legal advice or advice for a specific case or legal matter. Nothing in this podcast should be construed as an agreement for legal representation. This podcast and parties do not represent you in your particular matter unless there's an express written representation agreement between you and this firm. If you're interested in obtaining legal services, head over to cnaplaw.com or call 215-268-6333 and schedule an appointment today. That's cnaplaw.com. 215-268-6333. For more high quality music like this, head over to bensounds.com.